Okay, here we go. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Episode 2, Gut Instincts. Alright, here we go. Thanks for checking it out, hanging with me. Um, we're gonna do episode 2 here. And guess what? Going solo again. And I'm probably gonna actually do this more than I thought. Just because, um, makes sense. Makes sense that we establish something before you go along the ride of chatting with others um, with me. So, here we go. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to try it out. Um, so, let's get started. Alright, so the first thing uh, that I wanted to chat about was... Uh, I guess the name Gut Instincts, um, or I guess really just the idea behind it and, uh, and what that was, and it was basically when I decided to switch my diet. Um, it took a little while, probably a couple of years of kind of changing perspective, the way I looked at things, and... Then the research came, and once you start researching where your food comes from, then you start to realize how important it is. And, yeah, you start to really uh, enhance your life in all sorts of other areas. So that's what happened. Um, you know, I was, I was hurting pretty bad, and I was on a lot of synthetic drugs, and life wasn't that great. Um, and I first started by just reducing the intake of bad foods, fast food, uh, in general, any frozen food, any processed food, stuff like that. Mm. I realized that everything had sugar in it, <clears throat> added sugar. That's a problem. Cane sugar, that's like uh, almost the equivalent of cocaine in the sense that it'll make you keep wanting to eat more. Uh, triggers the brain in that way. Um, of course, everything in moderation is fine, but uh, when you have over 10, 15, 20 teaspoons, the equivalent of that <clears throat> added to just like a cup or a sauce that you're going to use, and you think to yourself, maybe you eat half that sauce, and that's, that's a lot of uh, teaspoons of sugar. Cut, kick back. <clears throat> Saw shots. Shots of the white stuff. <laughs> the real white stuff that's taken over the world. But no, uh, and then of course, it's also that beet sugar, uh, which can come from a GMO beet, of course, uh, which is a huge problem. Um, <clears throat> huge, huge problem, and clearly other countries can see that, um, and it's, it's clearly all profit motive behind this whole GMO fad, uh, and it's really destroying the planet, 
it's destroying the world around us, it's destroying our health, it's destroying our our beautiful children that uh, we're trying to leave our earth and our consciousness with. So, um, that's why I recommend highly to show, uh, shop at your local farmers. Um, make sure the ones that aren't spraying, those are the ones that you're, um, you're giving your, your time to and your energy to. And, of course, <clears throat> stick with organic. Um, why? Why GMOs are bad? Well, that's... I could go uh that could go whole whole episode in itself, but essentially um you know it's not a natural way of hybridizing a plant it's genetically injecting a code or genetic makeup from the a toxin right because that's what glyphosate is that's what uh that's what it is so they insert it into the gene um and the plant it grows up with it and it can actually withstand being doused in these in this toxic chemical so you know it's pretty clear that it's not meant for human consumption and i mean most of it the funny thing that nobody talks about most of that corn uh for example goes to cattle to feed the you know the cafo large establishments and of course most of that is you know fast food and such so we need to look at that stuff we need to connect the dots you know a lot of people are easy to blame others or point fingers um, at the way others eat, but they don't even see the larger spectrum that it's not, you know, as long as we're sitting here pointing the finger at each other, we're not seeing the actual reality that's unfolding in front of us. Um, and the, you know, relatively simple route we can take to alter our ways that will benefit benefit us in the long run and the short run, to be honest, um, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the effects or the benefits were pretty instantaneous, you know, um, I stopped sweating at night and just, uh, breaking out, I don't know, just all sorts of different things. It was, uh, it was pretty instant. And then it took a couple of years to actually start to feel better. Yes, that's right. It took like two years or more. So anybody who's looking for gut repair or looking to enhance their stomach or just change their um, body, um, you know, just be aware that it'll take about one or two years depending on how bad. I mean, I was drinking soda and Monster Energy drinks. Or no, Rockstar, I'm sorry. Uh, Monster was after. That stuff is literally dreadful. I mean, it's like, it's acid. Uh, you drink it and it just destroys the internal population of your gut microbiome. And then it feeds the dreadful bacteria that, like, is festering in there and growing from the processed food that you're eating and the so-called meat. Because remember, most of it's like filler and stuff too, so on top of it being CAFO poison, it's just mixed with all sorts of 
weird, you know, weird fillers and uh, stabilizers, shelf stabilizers. Um, just look this stuff up. You know, I don't know. I may get into it at some point. I may pick and choose what I want to get into. But um, I'd rather stick to just lighter topics just um, to bring information and bring light to situations and then bring you some new events because that's what it's all about. It's not about talking about what has happened because, again, remember, like, your past is only your your thoughts. You're, they're literally just that just just frequent them when you need to and when you want them uh just disconnect from them it's as easy as that so and it quiets the mind down and it creates peace within and it it uh it lets you gives you the ability to heal from the inside out and it gives you the ability to heal others um, whether or not some like to agree, we are all all one connected in the sense that uh, when we meet other beings, it's not done by chance or by accident. It's all kind of done um, on another level, and it sort of plays out on this level, and we choose, in a sense how we want to play it out. So, you know, that goes back to creating your own reality. It's like it's almost like you give yourself these options or these pathways. You 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 dig these paths out, these roads, these roads right through the through the through the through the forest and um they all lead to essentially, well, I mean, they lead to all sorts of different lives, right? Because that's what, that's what, that's what life is. It's anything that's possible within your mind uh, is pretty much kind of a roadmap you've set out. Uh, whether you agree with it or not, whether you like it or not, that's the way it works with the observer and the awareness. So, you know, you, you, you figure you path you've had all these paths laid out for you and really you choose um at just moment by moment because that's all there is we're here we're aware where you're experiencing this i'm experiencing this at my quote unquote time uh which again is an illusion and you are listening to it at your time at your uh, um which is whenever it's whenever it's it's uh it's li- it's a web um hard to explain but that goes back to the fact that time is not linear and it's not it's an illusion uh it can speed up it can slow down here's a beautiful, just a beautiful uh, kind of an idea that I heard recently and, um, you know, I can't remember where it came about but it basically stated that um, if you can recall or recollect or experience internally a memory um, 
vividly still now as you're experiencing your life um, and see it just as you did at that moment in time, you are essentially time traveling. Um, you know, it goes back to illusion reality. It goes back to so much. But don't let that take it away. That like that doesn't mean we're not divine beings because we are. There's so much we don't know. Uh, so much I don't know. Um, and that's why we have to be open to these messages and just learn, live and learn and love, project light, know that the creation that we are we are following is 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 love. Uh, that's the universal code. That's the universal vibration of of creation, right? That's that's the the universal vibrational frequency of creation is the love frequency because when love um arises, that's when creation occurs. And the results are of benefit of of love. So that's why when you ask how can there be so much of 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 fear or of you know lower vibratory reality pockets and co-created reality that we're living in and it's because of this it's because that love is in hasn't been taken into consideration uh when creation is done and and it's a frequency it's not what the television or the media has shown you what love is and that took me a while to realize too it's like that doesn't exist that's just no that's not what we're talking about and that's why when i tell people when a food uh is is created with love it you know it it it's above all uh you can taste it you can feel it it energizes it's a it truly is um you know it goes back to the way the food is raised the food is farmed the food is grown uh, the soil is taking care of its all love frequency when it's not within that frequency then something is going to uh result in something being off um, which kind of ties into karma or dharma uh, we'll get into that another time but I definitely wanted to tell you about this pretty cool um, divine story because I'm just going to try to share one every time because it's pretty cool, um, right? Um, and I want, and I think as I share mine, you, you know, anyone who's listening can kind of be like, oh, okay, now let me pay attention to what life, or quote-unquote life, what the reality in front of me is unfolding as and kind of listen and kind of react in not the same way that I'd expect myself as if it's already, the play is already written, if you will, right? So just picture it every day you're writing your own play. That's why so many quote-unquote successful people are, what are their main things, though they have goals, oh, they, they meditate, well... That's exactly what you're doing. You're clearing the mind. 
for example, the best way to do it is in the morning. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I've been pretty off lately. Um, I don't know. It, we're, not, we're not perfect. That's what enlightenment is. Enlightenment is literally just constant battling, trying to <laughs> be of love and light and, um, you know. So that's what I wanted to get at. I wanted to, wanted to share this story. Um, here it is. I was over my father's house, right, and my stepmom and I, we were, we were talking and we were chatting about, you know, all sorts of stuff she brought up as she's been really looking into lately how the, the pyramids um, are clearly... Uh, Generators, essentially. Not all of them, but um, the way they're built, they're built on certain aspects of the Earth, of energy ley lines, or, I don't know, the word. Is that the right word? Somebody look that up. Um, the, you know, on these certain areas that, that they're built and they're constructed, uh, they were actually, you know, they were encapsulized, and uh, at the top they had either... Um, Probably most likely a crystal uh, cap, um, which produced uh, the energy needed for these people. This is this is free energy. This is just another part. I mean, this is, you know, it, it's pretty wonderful if you look it up. Look it up. Just take a look. Look up uh, how the pyramids are associated with uh, the Tesla coil, and you know, just understand that if if is understand that human beings are divine. We are divine conscious beings we're sort of in this mess right now because we've gotten ourselves into this mess i don't know if we were forced i don't know i don't know the history we don't know yet but we'll find out everything in due time right but right now we're here to be aware and to instinctively know what's wrong and what's right so many people are like well this and this and this this because the mind has been conditioned. And I get it. I was there. I said it for so long. I'm new to this. I've only, you know, I've only been on this spiritual healing um, part of my life for a year and a half, maybe two full. I don't know. Six months of crazy stuff that you just like, I used to laugh at and brush off, but then there's a point where you start feeling some, some crazy feelings. So, so anyways... Um, <laughs> we'll get back to the story because it's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so we were talking about that, right? And she's talking about how wondrous and crazy that is and how much more we're going to be learning here. And, uh, and then we just started talking about things that are divine and I'm pretty sure, you know, we started talking about God and, and the creator and how all this is pretty beautiful and there's all sorts of just stuff that's unfolding and how how it's it's a battle between uh, fear and and love and um, a lot of it is in the mind. All of it is in mind, and we're talking about this stuff. I kid you not. We hear a knock on the door, and it's a pretty happy knock. One of those like knock 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 knock. That's me. That's what I do. Right. I go. I try to. You know. I'm a, I'm a lover of a knocker. Uh, I do all sorts of fun, 
crazy beats when I knock. And I was like, I don't know who it is, but clearly it's got to be one of, you know, connected to us because of that knock, right? Instantly I felt that. And uh, we opened the doors, these two wonderful, lovely ladies, and uh, they were Jehovah's Witnesses. And you put whatever label you want on this, right, on whatever. All religions have one stemmed internal... Internal idea, if you will, and that is living with love to towards each other. Live living, uh, knowing that uh, everything is of love. Whether you like to agree with that or not, I don't give a shit. Uh, excuse my my language. You know, you you have to do your own research. I haven't looked up every single religion. I won't say I have. I've only looked up a few. Right? I've only studied a few. <laughs> but literally every time uh, I've realized, I've realized the idea of the religion is completely muddled with the, just this gross devil undertone, right? Uh, this fear undertone. This Luciferian undertone. And the real purity of the idea of it is is always of love. Always. Always. Like, it's just like, you know, a few times I've walked around in circles, and I'm like, okay, okay, oh, okay, there it is. So, you know, you do your own research, you do as much energy, you put as much energy as you need into it. That's what we're all going to do. I put as much energy as I need into it, and I've still got more to go. Um, actually, my book that I wrote, that I'm finishing up, is... You know, it has nothing to do with religion per se, but it's it's an interpretation of uh, of Adam and Eve, the the the, the initial, um, you know, the story. I had to I had I had to read it and 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 feel what I felt to to go through what I went through. So I can't wait to share that with you. That's going to be great. That's a story of consciousness. That is, um, you know, that is for all. That is for whatever religion, whatever. It doesn't matter whether, whatever you believe in, um, you know, I'd love to share that with you. That's going to be exciting to hear what you have to say. But, so I thought that was pretty cool, basically, um, but here, here's, here's what I'm getting at, though. Right? Um, you, when you realize you are just all consciousness, then you realize that you created these two wonderful ladies, and you listen to the message that they were sharing, and basically... You know, she shared this little message that um, things essentially get... She brought out a, a you know, a, a scripture quote. I, don't, I can't remember what it was. But, um, yeah, it was something about things getting... falling, Things falling apart before they get better. Things have to be, right? You have to have destruction before you can rebuild. You have to destroy before you build anew, um, this kind of go, when, this hit me hard, uh, and that's kind of why I wanted to speak about it, and it's basically, like, when you're starting the diet, or when you, when you realize, like, whoa, my gut, my internal micro, microbial bacteria is way off, right, that's what I, I, I knew that, and I, and it's still, off, and it's still off, and not off in a sense that it was before, to the, it, it's, 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 wonderful now, but it, 
it's always on the threshold of being having the ability to to being uh, manipulated. And I, I always bring up uh, Russell Brand. Uh, shout out to to him for giving me a little inspiration. Uh, he 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 calls himself still an addict, and for a while I was like, man, you keep calling yourself an addict, you're going to be one. And then, and then I kind of thought about it as you know, as as the gut bacteria. It's like, man, as long as the stuff exists within the reality that you're experiencing. You are that you're whatever you you know what I mean you're that was that was kind of I think maybe that was me accepting my uh my severe gut imbalance versus others you know because i was i've had was diagnosed when I was eleven with Crohn's disease and you know and now I don't put the label on that anymore as they put the label i I see it for what it is but you know, I see that that destruction and the imbalance clearly is came about early on. So, you know, and we're all di- we all have different uh, gut microbial aspects that we still have yet to dabble into. So, let's talk about that another time. The the uh, nine out of ten cells in your gut being being bacteria. So, you know, when I tell people. Eat the micro, the, the, the beneficial microbes, the sauerkraut, the ferments, um, all that good stuff. You have to realize that you're a bacteria balance. You're, you're, you're a, you know, so if you're off and you try to, try to add all this at once, you may see some side effects. You may see some craziness. But if you're a little smart and you start, Right, you slowly detox, if you will. Right, slowly cut back. How fun is that? If you're eating fast food, or whatever, you're still like, wow, I'm, I, I want to eat good, but I still eat, go to to Jack in the Box or something, on Friday or Saturday, because it was a part of, you know, a couple of years back that I was doing that, and it's like when you realize that's part of the process, you should accept it. It makes it oh, that's so much that. So much more wonderful. See, I can't even get it out because it's so sweet. Ever so sweet. <laughs> Just indulge into what you're doing. If you're cheating on that day, indulge in it. If you're not feeling great, indulge in it. Do it to its fullest because you've chosen to experience it. Whether you like to agree to that message or not, you're how yourself chose you to to experience that, uh, which is why you have to be so, so careful about what your thoughts are, what your wishes are, what your expectations are, whatever you want to label them as, just what your dreams are, what you're thinking about, what you want to be, what you see yourself as, if you see, still see yourself as the person trying to fight the fight, or you're the winner, you're already the queen. You're already the king. Right? That's what it's all about. Empowerment. But not taking empowerment away from others. See, when when I see so much of empowerment, I see so much of like the dirty ego behind it because like the empowerment wants to be shown, but it also 
wants to has this weird aspect that it wants to show that oh I'm better than you like that's not what it's about that's you, you have to realize that each and every weakling or whatever you want to label other people as or if you do that you know I I always embrace everybody for their difference it's it's astonishing I'm like I'm so stoked to talk and hear what the other person has and you know what when I know that they've they embody a unique character I know that there's even so much more behind that awareness and there's so much more that I can take from it because of my weirdness and how I you know project what I project um you know that's what you have to see in others see in the person asking for a couple dollars or see in the per, uh in the person asking for help or not asking for help because a lot of times it's you're you're not asking for help which is causing other people not to speak up you know speak up it's, Talk about your feelings and watch how wonderful it all unfolds. Um, just listen to it. So, yeah, so the wonderful lady came about and told me that. And that's what I got from it. Things crumble. Things destruct before things build, which is right, right? If you got, you know, I don't know. You got to embrace the destruction of what is, or what was, I should say, not what is, because what is is whatever you feel every day is going to be. So what was, embrace the destruction and love it. And that's what I'm doing, people. I'm embracing the destruction around us and embracing the creation that is. Because I see so much more being created. Um, for example, this really kick-ass cricket powder that I'm going to order soon, that's pretty exciting. I don't know if any of you have uh, looked up entomophagy, but uh, a couple years back, I, you know, a friend of mine, we began to look into creating our own cricket, um, you know, raising crickets for food. And we just never really got into it. We were just, you know, just one of those things. Clearly, uh... It was a fall-off, but uh, it, it's been a passion of mine for a while. We roasted up some crickets for a while, and uh, and I'd love to get into it. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Just set your intentions. That's all you got to do, people. But anyways, um, so yeah, what was the other uh, message that she gave? Um, you know, she said... something along the lines of uh, Jesus being here. And I mean, you know, whatever you think that means, take it for what you will. Um, I definitely believe in the Christ consciousness that is us, that is the light. Uh, if a homeboy's going to come in and tag team with me, I don't know, right? Or a homegirl? I don't know. I don't know. How can you project... You know, I can, I'm not. I don't. I'm not projecting ideas on anyone. I. I don't know anything, and that's the wonderful part of being humble, and um, just accepting for what is, everything. Everything that is, and. And not convincing yourself that you know, anything. Of course, you know 
an abundance of things. You're, you're a wealth of information. Each of us are. And that's what I tell people, um, especially when they shoot back and say, well, I don't know what I have to give. And I say, no, you have an abundance to give. You just haven't honed into it. You know, we all have each this wonderful craft that we're supposed to be honing in on. Um, and if we're asking that question, that means we're on our way. So how exciting is that, right? That's what I'm talking about. Um, and that's the system breaking down. I mean, if you ask, well, why, why are things the way they are? Well, because they were the way they were meant to be. They were the way they were meant to be set up. you got to realize the powers at play, if you will. Know this. Know its consciousness. Know how to manipulate. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know how crazy it is, people. This, this goes deep. This goes deep down the rabbit hole. I don't know how many crazies there are that are going to start uh, tuning in. I want to keep it kind of, you know, I want to just go a little bit into the rabbit hole. I don't want to go too deep, too quick, because then it's going to turn everyone off, um, especially if you haven't done the crazy digging that some of us have, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know what, what powers the, I do, what I do know is the, the, there are obviously powers at play, but you create your own consciousness, so that's it. Once we waken, once we start to vibrationally co-create our consciousness, you start to see <laughs> the comedic things that are going on in our society now, um, and the craziness that is, the shifts that, I that are. And, of course, the need of love, right? You can clearly see it. We need the embodiment of love, of just caring for others. You know, when you see someone, talk to that person. When you sit next to someone, right, for example, spark a conversation. And I know I don't mean, like, oh, the weather is, is nice or, you know, did you see whatever. Like, straight up, bring something from deep, from deep within uh, just think for a minute, take a moment, and think, what would I talk to this person about, or what would I want to ask, or what's on your mind, just wait for something to come on your mind, something personal, something, something universally divine that you're dealing with in your life, and listen to them, and conversate with them, and don't judge, see what happens, see what happens, do it. I do it all the time, so I know what happens. <laughs> this is what I mean. Uh, um, so go for it. Don't be afraid. That's a lot of it. Is Remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear, you know, like, oh, um, you know, I'm afraid to talk to this person about whatever. Or I'm afraid to talk to my family member about this, that, or my friend about this. Or I can't, t I couldn't tell my friend that because they'd flip out. See, it's like you're just you're just cre you're literally creating that reality. So then, when you when and if you do, they're going to. But if you say, you know, I'm gonna be honest and I'm gonna bring it, and you know what, if they do flip out, I'm gonna respond in a different way or something like that. I don't know. I know I'm going off a tangent, but uh, that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about just following my gut, um, which is always what I've been doing. So. Yeah, that's 
that's what I wanted to do. You know, I, I wanted to talk more about, about, I guess, the beginning of the diet. But, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if it's worth going on that long now. Um, I'm going to make it a little longer and longer as we go. Hopefully you guys think it's entertaining um, until my guests start to show up and things start to get excited. But, yeah, so, you know, like I said years years back when I, I, I I'll be honest, I went through my pantry. I just, like... I looked at everything, and I, it was like a storm went through there. I was like, Rah! I threw the boxes on the ground, and I looked at all the ingredients, and I searched one ingredient for three hours, and I threw it across the room and did all sorts of weird experiments. And then I thought to myself, does that go down in my stomach when I do this? What's happening in there? Right? That's what was going down. That's what it was chaos for a while, you know? I had roommates and I was and it was uh it was rough. It was it was pretty crazy. But I am absolutely thrilled about the way everything went down because um as I said, I choose my own reality, so I'm just stoked. <clears throat> um so a lot of cheating and uh and a lot of learning. I always enjoyed cooking but then shied away from it and then realized the love and how, how much respect and energy it takes to literally create something. Think about that. Something that's gonna go into you wasn't there previously or it was there but it was in like four or five pieces right so it starts as an idea it starts as energy that's been created or grown right let's talk about veggies that have been farmed there you need other others that want to grow these vegetables and fruits and you have to go out of your way to get them right to find them and then create this idea to satisfy what you think is is delightful. And remember, that's what it is. It's like what you think is delightful. What you think is the key word. And it was like, it wasn't until my mind started to shift and what I thought was really delicious became, you know, it turned, he- it was healthy. It, it went from, not so healthy to healthy. I, you know, I used to dream about the fast food burger. I, I'm, not, I'm not lying. I don't know. I guess everyone's not like that. I don't, I'm not saying I was addicted to them, but man, I'm, I, I don't know. It's they, they, got, they got it down to a chemical science, so it triggers your, your actual chemicals inside your brain. So, you know, that's why I tell people don't, Lighten up when you see overeaters or something like that. Um, anything, I'm pretty sure I have a problem even eating food. Like, I'm petrified to, to friggin' eat food. And it's like, when you see someone and they're, and they're overeating, it's like you have to realize that they are under a spell. They're under, like, man, I mean, 
And of course, others are aware of it. Others aren't. Others want to be out of it, out of their grip. Others don't care. And that's what they choose, right? So you have to be respectful of that. And that's what I've realized. You have to be respectful of of each and every consciousness or each and every soul's choice um, to go through what they're going through. And if they, you know, if they're there and they need your help or something, that's where that's where things come into creating an abundant universe is when we finally realize that when the people that we're walking into or or dealing with, it's not coincidental. It's not, oh, this is just uh, happens. No, it's you're there for a reason. You met them for a reason. And both of you have, have you know, there's there's give and take on both ends. It's it's all energy. It's all energy, baby. It's all energy. It's all frequency. Well, thank you for tuning in. Episode 2. Gut Instincts Podcast. I love you.